Welcome to Healthcare Rounds, the podcast serving you the ins and outs of health policy and business topics, as well as our take on the rapidly evolving healthcare delivery ecosystem. I'm your host, John Marchica, CEO of Darwin Research Group and faculty associate at the W.P. Carey School of Business and the College of Health Solutions at Arizona State University. In a surprise move last week, Biogen announced that it is resurrecting its failed Alzheimer's disease drug, aducanumab, and is planning to file for FDA approval. Biogen said that in consultation with the FDA, the company conducted a new analysis of a larger data set from the phase three clinical trials that were discontinued in March 2019 following a futility analysis. The new analysis, quote, shows that aducanumab is pharmacologically and clinically active as determined by dose dependence effects in reducing brain amyloid and in reducing clinical decline. In accordance with discussions with the FDA, Biogen said it plans to file a biologics license application in early 2020 and will continue dialogue with regulatory authorities in international markets, including Europe and Japan. Biogen noted in an investor presentation that the positive results in the new analysis were due to greater exposure to high-dose drug in the larger data set compared with the data available in March. Biogen shares climbed 25.9% on Tuesday's announcement, closing at 288.17 on the NASDAQ exchange. Here's our take. This is big news, very big news. The National Institutes of Health estimates that 5.7 million people will have Alzheimer's disease, or AD, in 2020 costing Medicare and Medicaid $261 billion. By 2050, they project 13.4 million people with Alzheimer's at an astonishing $1.17 trillion cost to taxpayers. President Obama signed the National Alzheimer's Project into law in 2011, which led to the first national plan to address Alzheimer's disease in 2012, and was spearheaded by the National Institute on Aging. Topping their list of five key goals, is to prevent and effectively treat Alzheimer's disease by 2025. Alzheimer's disease is not only costly, with significant medical and social factors in play, it can be devastating for the primary caregiver, often a spouse. One physician executive recently told us, proper care of the person with dementia also means paying proper attention to the family, particularly the key care partner, who is at extremely elevated risk for experiencing a major depression a major medical illness that might not have occurred otherwise. What kind of progress have we made since 2011? Anyone following clinical trials in Alzheimer's disease knows that there's a long road full of disappointment. Novartis and Amgen's drug failed. Merck's drug failed. Roche's drug failed. In fact, if you search clinicaltrials.gov for phase three Alzheimer's trials targeting beta amyloid plaques in the brain, you'll find 45 matches. Some are different branches of the same trial, but still, that's a lot of failure. The thing is, all of these drugs seem to clear plaques, and some quite well, but none have shown improved cognitive functionings in patients with Alzheimer's disease. It has led some to question the amyloid hypothesis, that the primary cause of Alzheimer's is due to the accumulation and deposition of the amyloid beta peptide. Biogen's drug had appeared promising up until it announced in March that it was ending its Emerge and Engage Phase 3 trials. Now the drug has a new lease on life. There's a caveat to all the hype from last week's announcement, though. 
While the data from Emerge were conclusively positive, the data from the second phase three trial, Engage, were not. Biogen attributes the success in Emerge to greater exposure of the higher dose of the drug. The big question now is what the FDA will do with the new data and whether it is enough to approve the drug. Biogen says it's been working with the FDA and that the agency has been encouraging. We'll have to wait and see. And so will the nearly 6 million patients and their caregivers that today have a little more hope than they had not long ago. Here's what else you need to know. The federal opioid trial that was to start last week in Ohio didn't happen. Drug distributors Amerisource Bergen, Cardinal Health, and McKesson, along with Teva Pharmaceutical Industries, agreed to a last-minute $260 million settlement with the two Ohio counties that were the plaintiffs in the trial. While admitting to no wrongdoing, the distributors will immediately pay a total of $215 million among them. Over a three-year period, Teva will pay $20 million in cash and provide $25 million worth of Suboxone which is used to treat opioid addiction. A smaller distributor settled for $1.25 million, leaving Walgreens as the sole remaining defendant. Walgreens and other pharmacies could end up going to trial next year. Talks to arrive at a multi-billion dollar settlement that would end thousands of opioid-related lawsuits nationwide are ongoing. United Health Group and Optum have launched a health plan that combines medical care and health insurance. Described as having an accountable care platform, the plan, called Signature Value Harmony, serves 1.5 million people in Southern California. It includes providers in UnitedHealth's OptumCare and other providers in the five counties it covers. Cleveland Clinic is launching a first-of-its-kind digital health company in a joint venture with American Well. The new company will be called The Clinic and will offer telehealth appointments with Cleveland Clinic specialists to patients in the U.S. and abroad. Cleveland Clinic and American Well have collaborated on another telehealth service, Cleveland Clinic Express Care Online, since 2014. While Express Care Online is for patients with minor injuries and illnesses, the clinic will provide, quote, broad access to comprehensive and high-acuity care services, end quote. Humana has filed a lawsuit against 37 generic drug makers, alleging that they conspired to drive up drug prices in several instances, by more than 1,000%, and in the case of Natalol, a beta blocker, by 2,762%. A lawsuit accuses Teva Pharmaceuticals USA of leading the conspiracy, in which the drug companies agreed to follow one another with price increases on targeted generic drugs. Humana said in the suit that the scheme, quote, infected the entire generic marketplace, end quote. Humana filed a similar lawsuit in August 2018. That case is still pending. Amazon has acquired Health Navigator, a startup founded in 2014 by Dr. David Thompson. Health Navigator provides online symptom checking and triage tools to businesses such as telemedicine companies and medical call centers that need to direct patients to the appropriate place. Health Navigator will become part of Amazon Care the medical benefit that Amazon launched for its employees last month. Details of the deal were not provided. That's all for this week. From all of us at Darwin Research Group, thanks for listening. If you haven't yet done so, please rate and review Healthcare Rounds wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Healthcare Rounds is produced by Diana Nikolic and engineered by Andrew Rojek. Theme music by John Marchico. Darwin Research Group provides advanced market intelligence and in-depth customer insights to healthcare executives. Our strategic focus is on healthcare delivery systems and the global shift toward value-based care. To learn more about us, go to darwinresearch.com or send an email to insights at darwinresearch.com. Or if you'd like to get right to it, call us at 888-402-3465. See you next round. 